0: How can you avoid common injuries in your everyday life? What are the best first aid techniques? How do you keep your home, workplace, and family safe? Welcome to Safety is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray. Today, he'll discuss best practices to help you steer clear of hazards, prevent injuries, and accidents. Now, here is Todd Murray.
1: Welcome back to Safety is Your First Choice with Todd Murray, your host. Hopefully uh, everybody made it a, a wonderful, safe, safe week the week before now. Uh, i like to talk to you about a few things here. You know, as usual, I, I come to you and, and we talk about different things that uh, maybe might be happening in my life or your life or things I've seen in current events. And um, try to bring us, you know, Different uh, experts in to be able to uh, talk about these different events and different things and and figure out how we can be safe amongst each other. Yeah. Enjoy ourselves out there. You know, one of the things about uh, some of the activities that happen out there, I was uh, I was looking and it, it's hard to overlook the way um, we have these. You know, we're, we're talking about gun violence and different things like that and going to different events and and you know with the holidays. We're, we plan on being in large groups. We plan on getting out and celebrating, enjoying each other. Uh, I know definitely down here in Arizona, you've got the, the cooler weather. So once you get that cooler weather, more people are out. We're enjoying that time out there. And we're getting together and enjoying each other's company. So, you know, when people, they decide to do these, you know, gun shootings, these mass violence incidents, it's, it's basically a terrorism. You know, and, and the goal of terrorism is to get us to to stop doing the different things that we like to do. You know, to change our everyday um events. You know, if we like going out and going in groups and enjoying each other's company, well, you know, a terrorist wants you to always think about them. They want you to always think about that and be scared to do the things that you would normally do to have fun or just enjoy yourselves out there enjoy the scenery enjoy the landscape go to parks go to go to movie theaters you know go to a nightclub or something they they want to try to change that with you you know so i was kind of thinking about that you know we're we're starting to do our uh, family trips or family vacations and starting to plan for things like that and It started, you know, it it came into my mind as like, well, you know, gosh, there's going to be groups there, you know, should we really be doing this? You know, and I started thinking to myself about that. Well, that's uh, kind of these different events that have happened have kind of changed the way that I look at different things. How how I look at going out with a family, going out in a group, uh, enjoying each other's uh, company, like I uh, mentioned earlier. So, I wanted to talk about that as a, as a topic for us today. Okay, I wanted to talk about us, because it is the holiday season, getting our families together and being able to go out to these different events, these different functions, and enjoying ourselves, but keeping safety your first choice. So do these different events and figure out what we need to do or how we need to do it but always keeping safety, you know, the first thing you think about is safety and then, you know, go out and enjoy yourselves. Not stopping, not saying, hey, you know what, it's going to be safe for me to just stay home and be a hermit and not go outside. You know, we still want to do these things that we enjoy doing, but we want to do them um, in a safe manner. You know, we want to do it thinking, hey, if something does go wrong, I have some things in place to be able to help us get through this in a safe manner. You know, when uh, on the fire service, we we get some, all kinds of training, and uh, I remember a couple of training classes and stuff that uh, that I've gone through, and uh, it, it, we talked about bombings, the bombing situations. Okay, uh, you know, years ago, the Atlanta uh, Olympic bombings, and uh, some around that same time period, there was the uh, uh, Borson Clinic bombings, and people trying to make statements about different things. You know. Not a great situation. We've had shootings at different places here uh, recently uh, in, in the United States, in Texas, in Ohio, and other places. I looked at the the Boston City bombing, the Marathon bombing, and I remember thinking, "Gosh, you know," looking at the way they set that up, and then from the training that I received, where terrorist people are using secondary devices, so they. They let off one bomb or whatever device in one direction, and then anticipate the direction everybody's going to go, or anticipate the location that uh, the fire department's going to set up their command area, or police are going to set up their command area. So then they start to they place secondary devices in other places so that they can so that they can spread the most fear amongst everyone. You know, get them running in a, one direction, and then when they get to that direction, then they uh, you know, they let off another device. You know, and, and t- with that knowledge, I'm trying to think well, gosh, what would I do? How would I handle that with my family if we were in a, you know, a mass, uh, in a large gathering, a big event where there's, you know, hundreds, thousands of people, and we don't know what direction to go? We hear a loud explosion or a loud noise from one direction. Do we automatically run the opposite direction? Do we, do we run to it? or away? How do we handle that type of situation? Well, today's show, what I'm going to do. We have, uh, uh, he was on our show previously. We, uh, Chip Sykes, uh, retired uh, police officer, uh, military man as well. Uh, 28 years in uh, combined services, uh, so we're going to bring him back on today. Uh, I know that he currently he does some uh, tactical work with C2 Tactical uh, here in the Valley, and uh, I know that he does some training, some safety training, some gun safety training. I know that he was a hostage negotiator at one point in his career. He was on the motorcycle cop. He's done. He's done all kinds of good things in the uh, for the police service, and uh, so we'll have him back today. We'll bring him in and uh, we'll pick his brain. We'll try to find out uh, what exactly he thinks the best things are to do, you know, or even what kind of things we can think about ahead of time. You know, there's a lot of things that we can do. You know, we're just not, we're just, we just don't get out there and hope that things are good are going to happen to us. We need to make things happen to us. I think it was uh, Thomas Jefferson that said something like, I love good I love uh, good luck. It seems the harder I work, the more good luck I have. Something to that effect, you know. So let's uh, let's figure out uh, what we need to do to help keep our family uh, safe, and we'll bring in Chip Sykes. You know, w- when I mention that, it brings up another uh, another uh, scenario or another uh, situation that I get in with my family. Uh, let me tell you real quick before we go to our break here. So. When we go to the movie theaters, my, uh, kids and I, we, we always sit in a certain spot in the movie theater. We locate that uh, certain spot in the movie theater. We kind of sit towards the back so that we have a view of the whole movie theater. My kids now know that we always go to that same area. And it's always me thinking, you know, if I'm in this area, I have a good view of the theater and I can have an idea of what might be going on. There's nobody behind me and I can see down and I can see the rest of the theater. You know, and that's... To me, I guess that gives me a little bit of comfort. I don't know if that's the right thing to do or not. I, I haven't had specific training in anything like that. So, with that said, I'm going to see if that. Uh, I'm going to ask Chip to see if that might be a good idea. You know, I know I can see where the exits are, and I can see when people come in and out. You know, is that the best idea for for that? So, with that in mind, let's uh, let's go ahead and take our first break. And uh, when we get back, we will have uh, Chip Sykes. He's been on the show before, and I'm glad uh, he, uh, he's back here with us again today. So uh, stay tuned. We'll, uh, we'll be right here with Chip Sykes with uh, Safety is Your First Choice and your host, Todd Murray.
3: The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy and the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today.
0: Are listening to Safety is Your First Choice? To reach Todd Murray or his guest today, feel free to call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to choice at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back to Safety is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray. We are here today. We're talking about uh, kind of group safety. You know, when you're it's the holiday season, and we're looking at trying to have our families out and enjoying uh, calmer weathers. If you're down in the south, or or if you're up north, you're you're trying to get to uh, different functions where you can get together with your families indoors. So, uh, what we have today is Chip Sykes. And uh, we've had him on our show. Chip, welcome back to the show. Todd, thanks for having me back on Safety is First Choice. Well, great. Thank you. So last time you were here, we were talking about some Halloween safety. It's still like a, some group-type uh, activities, people getting out. But uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about uh, you know some of these group things. I told a, right before the break, I told a story about how I go to the movie theater. And uh, my kids and I, I think... Um, it's safe We try to sit in the back Of the movie theater So I can have my back Against the wall right. Yeah, Yeah and, and I can see everybody That's coming in and
5: out That kind of thing Is that even a good idea For this thing Or what do you think Sit where you're comfortable Sit where everybody can see Keep okay. those simple things in mind um, Your exits uh, most people park in the same spot in the parking lot, and then once they make their way into the movie, they'll go in one door, watch their movie, they sit there an hour and a half, two hours, three hours, however long it is, and then they'll make their way right back out that same door. Uh-huh. Um, there's other exits in that uh, movie theater. There's always two down at the, the, at the very end next to the screen. Okay. Um, Double-check where those things are. Okay. Make sure that you and your family know where you're going, have a plan ahead in the event of some type of emergency. And uh, a place to meet. Yeah, geez, that's a that's a good
1: idea. I mean, y- you think about this. You yeah. know, when I go to the movie theaters. The biggest concern I had was, okay, where's the popcorn? You know, how much popcorn, how much pop? You know, the kids are, you know, nagging it. They're eager to get in there sure. and get to their seats. So uh, nowadays, with some of these assigned seating, it makes it a little easier to locate the, the proper seat. But I don't pay attention that much to, to all the exits. You know, I know the one I came in and the one I'm going back out.
5: Those are the ones <laughs> that
1: are typically used. Right. Uh, hopefully it stays that way. Right. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You know, with we've had... You know, We've had, unfortunately, had multiple shootings over the years, and it's you know those are things that uh, we'd like to be able to control or say we're not going to have many uh, any more of them. But uh, I think uh, reality is it's something that we should be somewhat prepared for. Um, and I'm looking for different ways that we could possibly, you know, make safety our
5: first choice when dealing with these group or activities where we're going out. Absolutely. Um, over the years, uh, you and I growing up, we got information from the 70s that bled into the 80s. And some of that information has become a, a little bit stale. Um, right. You know, uh, we start talking about terrorism and shooting. And people tend to forget there's uh, there's many types of terrorism. There's foreign. There's domestic. Um, many of the places that we go to... Uh, Good gosh, we could fall victim of that uh so quickly right. with not much right. of a plan um if you have the smallest plan, at least you give yourself and your family a fighting choice, a fighting chance.
1: yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I talk about uh as everyone knows i I teach to industry and in emergency response teams and and I'm a big believer of pre uh so yeah if you if you already have an idea of what might go on or what might happen. Um, You can make a plan and go through it and kind of rehearse it first. So then when it does happen, you're more prepared. So, um, you know, when I go to these, there's these fall festivals. You've got um, the fair, the state fair, you know, going on, that kind of thing. And uh, when I start going to those, I I think, well, geez, what am I going to wear to those type of events, that uh, it's hot still. It's still Sometimes know, it's, it can yeah, be, even though. Warm. So my first thought is, you know what, if I can wear some nice, loose, baggy clothes and some flip-flops or something like that, something that makes me nice and cool and comfortable, that might be the best thing. But is that going to be maybe the best option?
5: Don't we all love our comfy clothes? <laughs> yeah. um, you have to keep in mind where you're going, who you're going to be with, if it's going to be all adults, if it's going to just be kids, and what, where's your venue? Is it going to be be outside like the fair? Is it going to be inside? Is it an adult-only event? Uh, those types of things. Simplest things first. Considering what you're wearing, to include shoe choice. Now mm-hmm. with the holidays coming up, uh, ladies look like like to look nice, and uh, heels are absolutely stunning on them. Right, However. Right. Hard to move fast in those things. Right. Um, So, same with uh, fellas' dress shoes and uh, clothing. Simple things like that. Is your venue going to be inside or outside also?
1: Okay. So, yeah. So, wearing flip-flops might not be my best choice if I'm thinking safety-wise. In case I needed to move quickly or whatever else, I know that I, I Sir, trip quite a bit. Certain styles aren't friendly. I mean, they're right. stylish, but yeah, they aren't yeah, yeah. friendly. Yeah, well, I guess that's the that's the point. They're they're designed for uh, looks, not uh, comfort or agility or anything of that nature. Sometimes, right? right. Sometimes. Okay. Well, you know, that's it, that's starting to have start giving me an uh, giving me an idea of uh, the things I need to start thinking about. Um, so, along with those clothes um are there things that might be better or worse or even does it really
5: even matter um you know something is stylish of course um, however some of uh, some of your clothing is going to be easy to for an assailant to wrap their hand up in oh. uh, so i have to keep that in mind okay. also where is your event inside outside yeah, yeah, uh yeah. those types of things right. now
1: when we talk about outdoor events in the valley, it's uh, we talk about the we always talk about hiking and all those kind of things, right? So we talk about hey, hey you got to drink water. We get people from all over the country, you know. They think, well, it's cool out, so you know, hey, I, I drank a, a little six ounces of water I, I should be good for the rest of the day what do,
5: what do you we, think on that aren't we spoiled here in the <laughs> yeah. valley uh, I mean about six months out of the year or better it is it is gorgeous weather here right, right. absolutely gorgeous uh, in the summertime um, we we continue to remind each other be sure and hydrate be sure and hydrate right. once those temps come down we tend to forget that uh-huh. uh, so continue to hydrate especially if you're doing a an outdoor event or even an indoor event where there's uh, lots of physical activities uh, like dancing yeah, there's lots of those at, uh, right. at your Halloween and your uh, holiday parties, right. for sure. Uh, but be sure and hydrate. Uh, go, go a little easy on the alcohol from uh, from time to time. Oh, whoa, 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 wait. There's holiday parties. Isn't that the, the main thing you do? Uh, some people. Some okay. people. Right. Uh, that can be a bad Good. choice, especially if things kind of go sour and you need to think quick. Right, um, right. Alcohol okay. tend to, tends to slow that process down right. and uh, doesn't work out so well for okay. us. Okay, okay. That makes
1: sense. You know, you, you always think, well, geez, it's going to be uh, this holiday event. I'm going to maybe
5: sip some eggnog or something like that. But Nothing you know, wrong with with sipping. Nothing wrong with enjoying your adult uh, beverages, if that's your thing. Right. Uh, moderation. Right. Moderation okay. is going to be a, a big friend to you.
1: Right. You've got to keep a somewhat level head. Uh, well, and then uh, – it uh, reduces on those, some of those office stories the
5: following week. I'm sure <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a responsible adult, especially when everybody else at the office and uh, your family is looking to you to be a good leader. Right, right.
1: Now, one of the things that uh, that I deal with a lot with my kids is uh, I'm going to be, you know, I, as being a firefighter, I'm gone for 48 hours, you know, and I like to try to send little messages to my kids and and uh, you know, say good night or say, oh, hey, you know. How was school while I've been gone, right? Um, one of the problems, they don't remember to charge their phone. And I, so I try that. to send a message, and uh, they don't. Uh, they don't answer. They "Say, well, you know, my phone wasn't charged." Now, how does that? How would that affect? I I know on vehicle accidents, and sometimes in on the mountains, you don't get a good signal, and if you're trying to call for
5: help there, it's not an issue. But how does that relate with something like this? Here in the valley, we're we're very lucky. Um, <laughs> Most everywhere, you're going to re- get a really good signal. Um, the downside to it is everybody talks by text these days, especially the generation behind us and a couple of other generations. Um, that is their primary uh, choice of communication, uh, keeping those phones charged. Uh, you'll find that you're quickly out of the loop if you don't have your phone. Um, oh, yeah. Can you imagine in the event you do need fire, police, some type of medical, uh, you have some type of medical emergency, and the only source that you have to get help right Away, is uh, not available to you.
1: Well, you know, a lot of days. I mean, I use my phone quite a bit for just the flashlight portion. <laughs> you know, sure. so I mean, I don't know that. You know, now that I'm actually even thinking about this, it, it seems like that that might be another resource I could use. Just if I was crawling around somewhere or trying to hide, I might need to use that flashlight to get a better advantage on on a situation.
5: Uh, It also takes us to another topic of noise and light discipline. Um, You can use light to draw a great deal of attention to yourself. Uh, You can use light to push... um, Make your way through a crowd. Uh, mm-hmm. Those those phone, those lights on those phones—they're pretty bright, right? They so, are. Uh, yeah, they can they can definitely uh, definitely help a great deal, okay. but they can draw negative attention also, depending right. on what's what.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, and I didn't know that. There's uh, there's some apps on there that you know you can have like a strobe or a strobe light type thing, and you can change colors and yeah, all we, that kind of stuff. And so. We teach
5: all of that. Okay. All oh, all really? That. So okay. yeah, reach out to us.
1: Okay, we're, we're at C two C two Tactical. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, here in the valley. Yeah. Well, great. You know, um, I already mentioned about pre-planning. You know, and and a lot of uh, a lot of situations, pre-planning can be critical to make sure that you get out get out of that situation uh, safely. Sure. Um, what kind of things uh, in regards to pre-planning should you do when going to the event?
5: Um, a great deal of time before you get to any event, spend some time with your kids, teaching them. The difference between northeast, south, and west. Many times uh, we get out of the building and uh, you ask your family members, which way is north? So uh-huh. That's quite the struggle for some. Right. Um, many parking lots, uh, your larger parking lots, each light pole is going to be numbered, uh, easy for you to find that car in the, in the case of emergency. So come up with a plan uh, before you even go in. In the event things go sour, Everybody, meet mom and dad here. Everybody, meet uh, Todd and Chip right here. Okay. Uh, And that way, we've got a place for everybody to meet. Okay. Also, ensure, you know, going back to the phone thing, um, not everybody has each other's cell phone number. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah. Reaching out to somebody that you, you know, definitely care about, you you might be Facebook friends with them. Right. But but do you have their phone
1: number? Well, we just ran a call just uh, last set where the lady's uh, phone was dead. Mm -hmm. And we asked, okay, well, What's your daughter, your sons, or your granddaughter's numbers? An elderly lady, and she's like, "I don't know. It's all on the phone. I right. don't have any of the numbers written down, and I don't have them memorized or anything." It
5: goes back to what I was talking about <laughs> yeah. the seventies and eighties, yeah. man. I can still remember my home phone. Yeah, numbers. exactly. But your number, I, yeah. I call it three times a week. I'm, uh, <laughs> on, I, I got to get a hold of Todd.
1: Yeah, Other right. Than that, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Wait, so, boy. yeah, I, I, and 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 thanks, Chip, because uh, as I mentioned. We're trying to bring in information from experts and on, on different areas. It's common sense to them, but not so common sense to all, all of us out here. So this I, – I appreciate you here um, being able to share some of this information with us. You know, and I go back to this, uh, this pre plan and a meeting point. You know, we teach in elementary schools and grade schools, you know, for fire safety. You know, meet at the mailbox. So uh, we teach something like that, or the neighbor's mailbox. Get the – you know, so you teach – Everybody get out of the house as quickly as possible and safely as possible
5: and then make it back to this one location where everybody can meet back. Up. I'm sure you've seen a great deal of that responding all types of emergencies at people's homes. That mailbox tends to be a great spot not only for um, – Uh, Parents to be able to find children. But if you have two or three people at home and you need emergency personnel to be able to locate someone for Uh you, uh uh, the mailbox just north of the house, the mailbox north and east of the house, uh, that's easy for first responders to make their way over to and look for a loved one uh, that has has, uh, left the house in a different direction than what you and I may have left the house. Right, right. Now, that's... You know, when we go to these different events,
1: you know, our kids are like, they look for people in a uniform to try to, but in a mass
5: chaotic situation, that's probably not going to be available. (laughs) Those uh, those emergency responders are going to be some busy folks. Right. Uh, For sure. Um, We always teach uh, firefighters – uh, paramedics, police officers, uh, those are the go-to people. Right, uh, right. Many times people tend to forget that uh, we're moving at Mach 9. Right, uh, yeah. So trying to even catch up with us sometimes is very, very difficult. Um, yeah. So uh, okay. finding those places and establishing those places when you get to new venues, hey, right here, gang, is where we're meeting. Aisle 9 on s- uh, row 6, right. spot number 17. Get we're there. We're
1: meeting right here. Get there. Okay, I got gotcha. you. That makes a lot of sense. So... When we're sitting there looking at, are there certain exits, you know, I mentioned in the in the, the, the pre-show uh, here, we talked about, or I talked about the um, hearing noises and running to
5: certain locations. Can you help me with that? You know, some people can't tell what direction sounds came from. It's easy to stair climb. This It's not a, it's not a complicated process. Once you get a, a spot that you know everyone's supposed to meet. Now, if you have a large group, uh, people are going to break into other smaller groups, especially if it's a large venue, the fair, or Christmas get-togethers. Um, once you get into that venue, even if it's someone's home. Start, noticing, start recognizing, hey, this is the front door. Where is the rear door? Um, okay. how, do, how do I get out of here if I have right. to get out in a hurry? Right. Um, so once you get out, how do you make your way back around to where your meeting your meeting spot is going to be? Right. Uh, it doesn't take but just a few moments. And if you can practice that with family at least once, it makes it easy when that moment comes, okay. uh, that, that true litmus test moment of, oh, man. We have an incident. It's not the first time the kids have done it. It's not the first time loved ones have done it. So practice it. Yep, there's that pre-plan
1: again. Awesome. Well, I tell you what, I've got a couple more questions here. You know, we see people that get, uh, and and I see it in uh, um, fire events, you see it in uh, mass shootings where people start to stampede and that kind of stuff, Right. After the break, let's find out what uh, what kind of steps or tips you can give us to handle that type of situation. Oh yeah. Okay. Perfect. So uh, stay with us. We're going to go to a quick commercial break here. Uh, you're listening to Safety Is Your First Choice with Todd Murray, your host. Where we've got Chip Sykes here from C2 Tactical. We'll be back right after the break. Stay with us.
3: The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy in the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today.
0: You are listening to Safety is Your First Choice. To reach Todd Murray or his guest today, feel free to call in to one 472 5788 That's one 472 5788 You may also send an email to Safety is Your First Choice at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back to Safety Is Your First Choice with your host Todd Murray, and we have on here uh, Chip Sykes from C2 Tactical. Talking about our uh, about uh, safety in groups, large group settings, situations, scenarios. Uh, right before the break, we talked about uh, a stampede. You know, you see people that get hurt. We we respond as firefighters. We respond to people that have gotten pushed, knocked over, and kind of you know ran over and stuff. So, Chip. Um, what do we do in that type of thing? You hear a noise in one direction. I've seen on the
5: news, you know, you hear gunshots. Everybody just, it's a herd <laughs> In <laughs> you know? those large crowds, man, it right. can get confusing and get confusing very, very quickly, uh, especially with noises bouncing off of buildings or maybe you're at a, at a concert with a lot of, uh, with a lot of sound. Um, everybody's going to run. Right. Everybody's right. going to run, but not everybody runs the same direction. Okay. Um, even if other groups do have their own plan, they're going to be making their way towards their own exit, which okay. could be uh, right. against the grain of the direction that you're going for your exit. Oh, I didn't think uh, of that. Yeah, so okay. Making, their, making your way against the grain, if you will, with large crowds. Uh, move diagonally. Try to move towards those edges instead of going directly against the stream. If you move towards that edge, you have a likelihood of being able to move with people that are at speed, if you will, um, without – Tripping and falling, and then once you're down on the ground, um, most people are head and eyes up, and they're trying to move as quickly as they can. Uh, you'll get stepped on get stepped on quick. Right. So make your way to those edges as quick as you can, and then follow, the, follow along that wall line uh, to the exit that you've chosen, okay. and then get out.
1: You know, I, going to the, a lot of these events with kids, small kids, and trying to run, and you know that can slow you up. So you're, I, I guess in my mind, I'm trying to pick my kids up, and trying to run with them, and that's going to make it more difficult,
5: you know, to, to do. Are there any? Do you have any tips or? Can, yeah, you know uh, what? Um, now, once it gets to a very, very panic situation, that's one thing. But prior to that, um, the mistake that I've seen many, uh, uh, many parents do is the mama duck theory, and that mama mm-hmm. duck theory is. Uh, <coughs> Most of the time, we will take those children, put them in front of us, and tell them, okay, now go ahead. Well, most children don't know where they're going. They just right. know they're oh, going. Yeah, so right. if you see your mama duck, how does a mama duck lead the ducklings? Right, she right. leads They're first, and, and they follow. Right. right yeah. So with that being in mind, uh, ladies and gentlemen, your family is only going to move as fast as you move. Okay. So okay. Uh, put it in high gear. Start uh, start blazing that path. Make sure they're with you. Okay. But adults, uh, leaders in the family, um, your family will only move as fast as you move. So you
1: could put one person, if it's both parents or two people, two adults and kids, kids in the middle. For
5: sure. One in front one, you know, and one parent in back. To, For sure. You
1: know, keep them going in the right direction yeah, and we, keep going, right? Yeah. Well, we okay. just
5: learned it from the 70s and 80s right. of put the kids in the front and then start pushing and, right. uh, you know, kids don't move so fast. Okay. All right. Now, you know, me being a firefighter,
1: uh, you know, you hear, hear a fire alarm, um, um so I okay so we get these fire, fire alarm activation calls you know we respond a lot of times we'll get on scene and everybody's still in the building sure they're not moving they're like well this is probably just a drill it's a false alarm or whatever else and nobody's doing anything well, how does that uh,
5: – can that bite us? <laughs> it can, for sure. You know, um, if you back the calendar up far enough, uh, car alarms were something else at oh, one yeah. point in time. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, car alarm going off in a parking lot would turn right. every head uh, in the restaurant, especially if you're sitting uh, outside on the patio, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Car alarm these days is aggravating. Oh, yeah. You oh, know, hey, please, please turn that off. Come on. <laughs> whose car is this, right? Right. Uh, sometimes we'll walk right past them with the car alarms going off. Mm-hmm. So um, I think we've become a little desensitized to uh, – what a real emergency can be. Um, So, start trusting your sixth sense. Uh, Man, I'll tell you what, my sixth sense has never let me down. Ever. Um, There's been times I wish I'd listened to it. Right. Well, yeah, (laughs) I've been in that situation. Yes, yes, yes. With that being said, start trusting your sixth sense. Um, So, if you got that alarm going off, start finding those exit. Remind your family. Hey, remember our plan, where we're meeting, right? Um, The big one is, uh, that really, really surprised me, and I learned this from fellow firefighters is uh, when you smell smoke. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Now, I made the mistake of standing there going, hey. I smell something on fire. I was talking to a fire captain. you smell that? And he's like, "Uh, yeah, we probably need to be moving. And I'm like, "Uh, why? (laughs) Because something's on fire. Oh, yeah, that probably makes sense. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, So I learned that from other guys. And I'm telling you what, very very few times we come up with our own original ideas. Uh Uh, You just learn something from somewhere and keep passing that on. So if you get that alarm, if you smell smoke, if your sixth sense is saying, hey, let's get those feet moving. Let's get those feet moving. Right,
1: right. Make safety your first choice. Exactly. For sure. You know that's you say that, and and uh, you know I teach all kinds of hazardous materials training classes. Uh, one being with radiation, and we still get our our texts when they're doing the classes. You know, they use their meters, and they locate a source of radiation. Now, understand, the longer you're around the radiation, the more exposure you get. Well, once they find it, they sit that meter, and they're, yep, this is it. And they call other people over to that location. <laughs> hey, look, I found something. I'm like, guys, you know, what are you doing? You need to get away from it. Once you find it, <laughs> mark it and get away from it. So sure. I totally understand what you mean. So it still happens with us even, were quote, unquote, experts in the field. Absolutely. Uh, we still do that. So we need to remind ourselves, hey, we find something. We're inquisitive. So you know, everybody wants to smell something. You know, stand around and look, and that uh, kind of get that tunnel
5: vision. All of types of family. stimuli happens that way. You know, you uh, see two guys disagreeing. Oh right? yeah, many times people stand there, right? And you, know, you forget um, when you have two people that are disagreeing, and that's going to become violent. Those people take up a lot of real estate. Yeah, uh, you don't want to get well, your family wrapped up in somebody else's ordeal because. Uh, you kind of got locked in a little little uh, deer in the headlights actually right. going, uh, so get them stepping. Get well, them uh, that I mean
1: that just kind of leads into what we're talking about here because a lot of those large events sometimes start with just two people getting into a little disagreement. And then you get people standing around watching, and then it you know, explodes into something more, or more people jump into the middle of it.
5: For sure. This is one of the things I'll share at C2 while I'm there. Um, and here in Arizona, different than some other states, especially west of us, uh-huh. um, here in Arizona, everybody's got a gun. Uh-huh. Wow. Lawful or unlawful. Right. Um, right. We work under the premise of everybody has a gun. Right. Uh, so you got a couple guys disagreeing. They've had a few too many Christmas cocktails. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, we missed our window of opportunity to move our family away from that. Right. Right. Uh, so.
1: Yeah, that makes total sense. Good. So when I teach CPR classes, one of the first things that you do, if you see someone down, down before you go to help, you stop and you make sure that the area is safe. Sure. What kind of things can you do? I mean, in an explosive situation, you know, how, right, I'm thinking my adrenaline's going to be pumping and I need to, I'm just going to be ready to just shoot off in one direction and, you know, extremely anxious
5: uh, in situation. What kind of things can we do to help us? with that. Many times people uh, they don't realize it but they begin, begin to panic a little bit and you'll know that panic sets in when your feet aren't moving. The reason why your feet aren't moving is cuz you're not thinking. Okay. So, to slow that down just a touch, start taking a few deeper breaths. You'll be surprised that that shallow breath taking that you're uh, you're taking that's that your body's experiencing You're just not getting the oxygen that you need. A few deep breaths, start thinking for yourselves. Start utilizing the plan that you came up with earlier, like what we talked about. And then once your feet start moving... Everyone that you know and love, their feet will start moving. They'll follow something.
1: you, as we talked right. about earlier. You know, okay, your,
5: your family only move as fast as you move. Right. So take that deep breath. Huh? Take a deep breath, a calming breath. I guess you For want to sure. call that collective okay. uh, collecting information, collecting. Okay. All right.
1: You know, um, one of the things that we do on a regular basis is go to grocery stores. Sure. You know, we go to the grocery stores, and and uh, unfortunately, we had a, an incident at a Walmart, and, and I believe that was Texas, El Paso, or somewhere in Texas. And uh, we saw a training video, and we saw where it was actually the live shots from that uh, that incident. And I was surprised at the number of people
5: that were standing around outside with their phones filming. Um. In law enforcement, we can, we call that big box training. Now, big box training means all of your large grocery stores, uh, your large um, home goods stores, whether you're know, uh, plywood and screws and nails and those types of things. Um, also, your Costco's oh, uh, right. to include uh, Sam's Clubs, those types of things. Right, right. And your grocery stores. Right. Now, if you don't think that you fall victim of uh, creatures of habit, let me ask you a couple questions. Sure. Um Think of your favorite grocery store. Okay, the one that you attend, that you that you go to on the regular. Uh huh. Right. You go to the same one over and over. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's closest <laughs> to the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People get so Convenient. used to attend, yeah. attend, uh, to going to that one store. If you put right. your better half in the car with you, and you say we're going to the grocery store, and you go to the other to a different one. Right. Would they be like, "Hey, where are we going? Yeah, what's wrong? What's, <laughs> creatures what's going on yeah. Creatures yeah. Yeah. habit. Creatures of habit. Let me ask you another question. You get into the parking lot. Um, do you park your car on the same aisle almost? Well, yeah, there's... And as grief, close as you can yeah. get to the door? Probably, yeah. Doggone. Oh, gone. Yeah. All gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> once you get on your favorite aisle, and you get your favorite spot, which is the one closest... Most of the time, we make our our way through that closest door. Uh, mm-hmm. and I go
1: through the same door every
5: time. I haven't gone through the other door. And if you before. paid attention in your nutrition classes, you walk. You made that immediate right or left to shop the outside of the. Yeah, yeah. Except for your beer, you got to pick. You got to pick that. <laughs> well, up, <right>? that's different, <laughs> right? But you shop the same way, <laughs> right. time and time again. Uh, can you imagine if you would, have, if you have an emergent situation right there in your favorite grocery store? Uh, now everybody's going to know where the car is. So you're yeah. a little ahead of the power curve there. Right. But um, have, you, have you tested that theory with your kids yet? Have you right. tested it with your loved ones yet? Um, uh, share it with them. Right.
1: Okay. Okay. The
5: only way you're going to be able to ensure that you keep your promise to get on the family is train. Yeah, and that's uh, you know
1: and that's kind of what uh, you know the show and the premise and everything's about is being able to bring us different things we can think about to be able to you know take control of our safety. For sure. Uh too many times we uh we decide to to go in and uh just be reactive to situations. Um Let's see. If any public safety officers who happen to be there are offering help, what kind of things do you do? I mean, what, how do you help with that, or what do you do? I what found do you
5: think? it's very, very difficult sometimes for uh, for citizens, once they do contact me, to follow those simple instructions, and you think, wow, it's, it's a pretty good-sized police officer telling me, hey, do this or do that. Right. Um, many times, um, if you need something out of the car, or if someone's forgot their phone, you um, or if they left an item behind, women are attached to their purses. If they leave right. that purse behind, man, they are quick to go back into that store or quick to go back to that car. Hmm. Okay. Um, and I'm like, hey, we've got to go a different direction. We've got to go this way. Right. Um, there's nothing that you own that is worth trading off. Oh, yeah, uh, going home safe to family. Right, and I see the. You know, I also I see that a lot with the
1: fire department. Uh, you know, when we're trying to get people evacuated, get them out. Wait, I gotta go back for this. Well, what? Nah, huh? <laughs> I've seen
5: a, see a lot of car wrecks. People right. have things in their car. They get in that car wreck, and sure enough, uh, they get out and they make their way over to the sidewalk, and they're like, ah. Oh. I forgot such and such, and they right. want to walk right back out into the intersection. Right. I'm like, um, bad things happen yes. in the intersection. Yes. That's the reason why we're here to start with. <laughs> and they don't
1: look. They they think that okay, well, there's an accident. They they uh, just walk straight on out there, and yeah. they don't look both ways. And yeah, for sure. exactly. For so sure. we I uh, guess we both have seen that. Yeah, for sure. On a call. So, thank you. Um, I think you gave us a lot of valuable information. With uh, with the holidays and everything approaching, I think uh, hopefully uh, people can take a lot of the information you gave us and we can approach these situations in a more safe manner. Uh, keeping safety as our first choice versus comfort and everything else. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I appreciate it. Thank Thanks you for very much, Chip. You know, um, we'd love to have you back in the future. Looking forward to it. Um, if anybody wants to come see
5: Chip at C2 Tactical, just uh, give him a call. We have two on locations, one in uh, Tempe, one in Scottsdale. Okay. Um, whatever training that you need, we offer it. Everything from uh, simple communication um, and problem-solving solutions up to self-defense, handguns, You name it, we do it. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Chip. Again, thanks
1: for uh, coming. You stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Uh, You're listening to Safety is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
3: The joy of being a parent begins with knowing what to do in case of an emergency. At CPR Baby, safeguarding the health of your infant is their number one goal. They offer a selection of onesies imprinted with visual cues that enable parents and others to perform proper CPR on your baby in the event of an emergency. Wrap your bundle of joy and the comfort of knowing, knowing that CPR Baby is there for you in case of an emergency. Visit CPRBaby.com today.
0: You are listening to Safety is Your First Choice. To reach Todd Murray or his guest today, feel free to call in to one 866 472 5788 That's one 866 472 5788 You may also send an email to Safety is Your First Choice at gmail.com. Now back to this week's show.
1: Welcome back to Safety Is Your First Choice with your host, Todd Murray. Remember, Make sure you guys are sending in uh, your email questions, uh, concerns, show topics. Uh, we've been receiving some of those things and uh, we've been answering them. Uh, some of the questions we're able to get answered uh, over the, uh, over email where we apply back and, and get those answers to for you. Uh, other, other questions? Hey, uh, send them in and we'll answer them right on, the, uh, right on the air. Again, that safety is your first choice at Gmail dot com. You can also reach out to us on Facebook at Safety Is Your First Choice on Facebook. Uh, we'd like to see you there. We'd like to get some things posted up there and uh, see what we can do to get that more active. We're looking at wanting to. Uh, we're looking at getting into that Facebook Live as well, so we can get that there. Uh, again, we'd like to shout out uh, another thanks to uh, Chip Sykes for uh, being with us today. He uh, he provided a lot of valuable information. You know the. Uh, there's a few things that, you know, I just wanted to touch on and talk about, you know, usually at this point of the, the show, we we go into uh, some of the questions that we received last week and, and, and we'll talk about what we, uh, the show topics we have coming up. But uh, I think it's really important when we're going into our holiday season, that we're meeting up, we're, we're getting together, we're having uh, work functions, work gatherings, and Around the holidays is when a lot of, I shouldn't say a lot, uh, around the holidays, we do see uh, people uh, that get a little upset. Holidays can be joyous, but then uh, holidays can be depressing. People reflect back on people that they might have lost and uh, negative things that might have happened over the years. And people get, uh, get depressed. They might be alone during the holidays. And, uh... That makes for a negative situation for them, okay? So uh, some negative things do happen over the holiday period. And with that said, I think that we need to uh, remember that, okay? When we're dealing with uh, terrorists, uh, when we're dealing with actual terrorists that are trying to terrorize us, what does that really mean? Okay, they're, the terrorists are looking at trying to do things that get us outside of our normal activity. They're trying to make us fearful so that we don't respond or do the things that we normally do in a normal fashion. Okay, we, we change what we do because we're afraid. You know, and that's no way, no way to live your lives, to, to go around in fear, right? We want to do the things that we want to do, and have enjoyed doing them, right? And one way we can take that away, take that fear away, or help combat that, is is pre-planning. I talk about pre-planning a lot in my, when I deal with industry or, or dealing with emergencies and things that might come up. So it's it's also something that you can do in this manner as well. Okay, it's you know our schools they do pre-planning with our kids. Unfortunately, now they they have to, we do fire drills, okay? We've all done those growing up, okay? So a fire, this is what we need to do. We're pre-planning. In the event that there's a fire, everybody knows what to do. Now, unfortunately, we're doing pre-planning for active shooters in schools, okay? So if something negative happens, our kids know exactly what to do in our schools, we could also do pre-planning with our families when we're going to events. And I think it's a really good idea. I, you know, I think about in my head, I think about what I would do in case of an emergency with my family, grab them up this way, put them this way, direct them this way, get a thing, right? Well, I don't necessarily share that with my family. I think after this interview that I've done with Chip Sykes, I think now that's something that I'm going to do. You know, I'm looking at it as trying to, uh, I'm going to try to approach it starting off with, hey, what do they do at the school? What is the training that the school does? And then that way I can kind of relate it. Well, you know, negative things happen outside of school as well. What do you think we should do in this situation? Or what do you think we should do in this situation? And then have that be a way to get into what we need to do as a family. You know, we have the uh, a meeting place in case of a fire at our home. And we all get outside of the house. If we're separated, we all get out and then we meet at a location outside of our home. I haven't done that when dealing with going maybe to the movies or going to concerts or going to 4th of July, if we get split up or something negative happens and we don't know where each other are, we can meet someplace. I haven't done that. And I think that's something that needs to happen. So along with that talk, I can, once I've set the groundwork, then I can say before we go out, say, hey, hey, guys, if something negative happens if, or if we just get split up, we're going to meet right over here. Okay, this is the first location. We'll meet right over here, um, and everybody, if this is an unsafe location at that time, then the next location will be over there. But everybody meet at this location and stay there until it becomes unsafe and then move to the second location. So I, I think that's what's something that I'm going to implement or, you know, work with uh, my family, my wife, and my kids, and, and talk about that and figure out the best way to get that accomplished. So, we're getting into the holidays, we're going to be going to a lot of these different events, you've got the work functions, you've got uh, work parties, as I mentioned, some people get depressed, and things can happen, okay, we need to be aware, we need to keep our eyes open, okay, you know, in the fire department, we deal with a lot of different things, uh, depression, uh, we see a lot, okay. So there's some PTSD situations going on. Um, so we see a lot. So even inside of the fire department, we need to watch people and we need to you know pay attention when people start to close in and, and pull away from everybody. Those can be some some warning signs. Okay, we you know the um, Secret Service did a study uh, of, of all the school shootings over a certain period of time, and the one common thread between all of them are there were some what they call red flag uh, actions or red flag warnings. In all those cases, there was something that the person did prior to the activity, the negative activity. There's something that they did that alerted, could have alerted people to, uh, to, to intervene. Okay. We we have that whole uh, see something, say something. We need to pay attention. Everybody's lives are busy. We're run, ripping and running, right? We're, hey, I got this to do. I got this to do. I, I know myself. But if you look at my calendar, it's stacked full, right? We need to take some time and pay attention. Be aware of our surroundings. Something else that Chip uh, Psych said in the interview. We need to be aware of our surroundings. Take some time So just pay attention to people, okay? I think that can go a long way. So pre-plan, work with your families, uh, talk to them about being prepared. The more we're prepared, when something negative happens, it's not a surprise, we're prepared for it, and it doesn't affect us. It won't make us fearful to do that act again, because we were prepared for it, okay? So next week, Next week's show, we are going to have uh, the co-founders of Go Yellowbird. I'll be interviewing them, okay? They, uh, they started this new, this new company, which is matching up safety professionals, so kind of like the people that I'm bringing in. Safety professionals match those people up with companies. So it's kind of a consulting situation. Okay, so we're going to find out a little bit more about them. The uh, the co-founders, they both have some amazing backgrounds, and we're going to touch into that and, and see what they have to, to talk about and see what they can, they can provide to give us a little bit more uh, background on safety and, and what we can do. Okay? So, again, thank you for listening to our show today. You can follow up with Chip Sykes. Uh, he's at C2 Tactical. They have two locations, one at Tempe, one in Scottsdale, Arizona. Make sure you get in there. They do all kinds of good home defense, uh, firearms training, uh, personal defense type things. Uh, there, at their, their stores. Okay, again, you're listening to Safety Is Your First Choice with your host Todd Murray. Again, I want you to make it make it a safe week. Until then, we'll see you there.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in this week for safety is your first choice. Be sure to join host Todd Murray again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time for another edition of the program on the voice America variety channel this week. Be safe.